You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 33 of Rounding the Bases. I am one of your hosts, Matt. And I'm Robbie. I like creatine. (laughs) I make drinks. I make drinks with creatine. Hey, thanks for that intro, Robbie. Uh, How you doing, buddy? (laughs) So Robbie's not here. (laughs) That is a that is a solid impression of Robbie. I have to admit, Matt, that was very, very, very good. Thank you. Uh, What was really striking to me was you nailed his tone about making drinks. Yeah, that's. That's what I was going for. Uh, which know. which is exactly why Robbie is not here with us today for this week's episode of Rounding the Bases Special Edition because he is working. <laughs> is a- this a special edition because he's not here? <laughs> <laughs> the most special of editions only when Robbie's not around. He's 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 busy working. We're we're going to be working the microphones for you this this week. I am Brandon Cruz and thank you for having me, Matt, for this special edition you're welcome did we even tell him we're we're not we're doing this without him nope <laughs> <laughs> hey by the way robbie when you see a new a new episode release he's like was i drunk we uh, didn't we didn't even text him to say that we were doing no. it no. you just said hey you want to do this i'm like yeah and, you, and that and, was that was the end of it and you said do you want to do it tonight or can we do it tomorrow <laughs> and tonight <laughs> you're like tonight yeah, I'm, and I'm thinking oh, my bedtime's in an hour. But, uh, right, <laughs> yeah, let's knock this out. Well, um, the reason yeah. the reason we're recording tonight is we were probably just going to skip it. No one was going to bat an eye about it. But some of our dedicated listeners hit us up on Twitter. True. Old at Ratten's Raw said, "Where's the show?" and then tagged the three of us. And I I joked and said, well, "Okay, I'll do do a solo episode." But I didn't think that anybody would actually like that, which is when I said to you, hey, let's record an episode. <laughs> I like how that was your first your first thought instead of saying, hey, Matt, can you at least do one? <laughs> Knowing that Robbie couldn't. <laughs> it started it started as a joke. <laughs> and then, uh, then no, no, I don't want to. No, I don't want to do that. Good call. Yeah. For my I mean, for potentially the, for the Twilight Zone podcast, I, I do. I used to do. I haven't done it in like year and a half that was fun though i've i've done solo episodes of that and solo podcasting is difficult oh yeah because you are trying to maintain a pace but you don't have anybody to back go back and forth off of no no just the episode that you uh you watched and that's uh freaking (laughs) fun that's rick and Uh, fun it's rick and fun um anyway uh so yeah we're gonna we're doing this tonight uh it is thursday it's uh it's an abnormal night i don't think we've ever recorded on a thursday have we no you're right you're right another another reason this is a special edition yeah that's that's uh the second main reason aside from robbie's not here (laughs) so we'll call it special uh episode 33 uh, this is, and we've got an okay amount to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I we just talked about everything we're going to go over, and I immediately forgot what we're starting with. So I'm doing very well. <laughs> well, oh, let, oh, no, let me let no. me start with this. Uh, how are you, buddy? Oh my god, 
That, oh, that that is one of the things I didn't actually write down on our oh, show God. notes for this week's episode. Is I, I wasn't even going to ask because I'm a cre- I'm a creature of uh, looking at looking at scripts and rundowns, and that wasn't on there. <laughs> it's the standard beginning of the podcast banter. Yeah, it, it, it should be there. The potpourri is, as some folks call it in the business. Potpourri, yeah. <laughs> pot stickers, potpourri, oh, delicious. Uh, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good, man. Yeah. Things are, things are going well in my neck of the woods. I got some news about my career today that, which essentially lets me plan out my next year and a half, uh, for um, what I'm going to be doing. And, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Actually, the news was kind of jarring at first, but it's not, it is letting me plan for my future here in LA. No, so I'm, that's pretty cool. How about you? How about you? When I when I came out of nowhere and I said, "Matt, let's record." How are you doing in that moment? Oh god, oh geez. <laughs> uh, that's my first thought. Um uh I'm I'm okay. Uh it w- it was uh, an interesting night because um I I typically have or I should say my uh myself, my uh my small child's mother and small child kind of have a, a habit of uh, I give a bath to the little one. Um, mom takes okay. takes a small child and um, feeds and, and kind of rocks for a bit. Okay. And then if if uh, she doesn't fall asleep from that, I will take after like 15 minutes, I'll take her and uh, rock her and sing to her. And she falls asleep always when I sing to her. Sure. I'm that boring. <laughs> and, uh, but, um, mom's not feeling well. So I oh, no. did it. I did it all. Um, I, uh, I bathed her, I breastfed her and the mom, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm very nurturing. Um, <laughs> I did it all, but it worked out. I mean, there was a lot of screaming and crying, but, uh, eventually she's like, you know what? This is fine. And then she passed out and it was very sweet um again so uh the mom yes, uh, yes. <laughs> no that, that, that's that's a lovely little tale thank the, you your fatherhood is is a pretty cool thing it is it, yeah it, and your and your little one she's she's walking around she's oh babbling babbling about she's very cute cutest little thing uh how how is it how has it shifted in the last year how, how do you how do you feel about it? Do you feel more comfortable with with a kid, or like is is this phase of a of being a father exciting, or are you really looking forward to seeing what comes next? Um, I to that's a hard one because I'm trying to just keep. It's hard, of course, especially right now because she. I mean, just like a month ago. She really, I mean, she kind of could walk around a little bit. She was very hesitant. But about a month ago or so, she just decided, I really know how to do this now. I really know how to walk. And now she's like, I mean, she still falls, of course, because she's a, a year, not even a year and five months. Um, but uh, she's she's super pro. She like straight runs everywhere with her arms flailing and it's it's a ma- and of course she's at the age now where a if i tell her not to do something it's 
the instinct is oh, I'm going to do that now. You know, that's, <laughs> right. that seems like what I need to do. I'm going to do that. She finds everything that she should not have around the house. Just, you know, you can think forever that you've childproofed like mad. You haven't, you've never childproofed enough. No. Um, and I'm constantly chasing her constantly. And she's strong as hell. <laughs> she's, like, she's she, got her, she's got her daddy's strength. She does. I mean, she really, really does. Um, I, I put, <laughs> I put up her baby gate. Um, and then I, <laughs> I put up, <laughs> I have a big old, like a huge titanium, uh, trash can <laughs> that is full of trash and heavy as hell. And I put that against the gate, uh, and she can't open it. It's not, it's one of those push with your foot things and it's on the other side. So she can't open it. It's the only reason I do that. I'm not an unsanitary father. <laughs> um, but anyway, this thing weighs, uh, it weighs a whole lot, but it, for the most part keeps, you know, keeps her from moving the gate around, uh, and for the keep, most part, keep, well, keeps her. And then, and then I discover, uh, yesterday I, I'm just watching her and I see her thinking, I see her like kind of moving, moving things around, kind of testing, like, like the scene in, um, in Jurassic Park with the velociraptors, they tested, they, they test different parts of the fence, you know? And as Robert Muldoon says, they never hit a spot twice that, uh, or whatever he said, I don't remember what it was. She's yeah. like that. She's like testing different areas. And finally I just see her like clench this spot with her hands next to the trash can. She like, she she makes a perfect stance with her legs if we're pushing and she moves the entire fence and the trash can <laughs> out of her way to get into the kitchen. Shoot her! She <laughs> Shoot her! <laughs> that would have been the perfect line. Um but anyway, it's yeah, it's it's um anyway, my point in all that because I can't tell a damn story. Uh, without, no, no. without veering off is uh, to answer your question. That's a, that's a tough one because one thing I keep having to remind myself, yes, it's, it's hard, but it's, it's such a fun journey every day. And I keep needing to remind myself, no matter how hard it is, she is only going to be a baby slash toddler for such a short amount of time. And as you know, with a nine on almost 10 year old yeah, yeah. now next month, a 10 year old, as you know, they, from every, every single parent I've ever talked to, they grow up fast. And I've already seen it like the last year and five months. I have no idea where that went. That flew by. <laughs> and then in, in eventually they're just adults forever. Yeah. They're never going to, or teenagers or, or, uh, you know, or whatever, whatever is before that kid <laughs> land. I don't, I, don't know I, you that. I, I remember cause I, I spent a year in Korea, uh, a year after my son was born and I got, I got to spend that, that first year with them. And then I, then I went to Korea for a year and I was okay with going to Korea for that year. Cause I, uh, he had started walking. He started, he said his first word. I felt like I, I caught some of those initial major milestones that I really wanted to be there for. And while I was in Korea, I, I came back to the States about six months into it. And there were so many things that were had changed, and so he was de 
He was developing a personality and and there's there's very soft milestones that are happening all the time when when the kid is growing up that I won't, thankfully it was it was back then that I I haven't really missed too much in, in the long run but there were still some things that I, that I missed and now again yeah he's about to turn 10 uh whenever I get home from work after a long day immediately he wants to wrestle he wants to 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 play fight and it's really really fun sometimes I'm I'm a little bit more tired so I'm not ready for it the second I walk in the door but I try to turn it on because I know that at some point in time he's gonna hit whatever age 13 14 15 16 whatever it's gonna be one day he's not gonna want to do that (laughs) and last night as a matter of fact I got home from work and he wanted to he wanted to wrestle and Chelsea my wife she uh I I wasn't I wasn't ready for it and Chelsea said to him, remember what you're supposed to say to your dad if he doesn't want to play? <laughs> and, and he said to me, cat's in the cradle, dad. Oh, I was just about to say that. <laughs> that's so funny. I was just about to reference that song. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Get, get, him, get him learning how to guilt trip me early on. Yeah. That's the way to do it. But that's 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 what's gonna happen, right? Uh, they just grow up so fast. I know he's gonna be a teenager, and he's gonna go through a phase where he hates us, and then he'll eventually love us again. And, I'm, and we'll I, get together then. I'm all, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all for it. Uh, anyway, uh, it sounds like we're all doing good. You're gonna be, you're a, you're a good dad. You're gonna continue being a good dad. Not worried about yes, it. You too. Uh, but let's let's talk about let's talk about raising people right. And I want to talk about daddy. <laughs> Daddy Goat, old uh the the guy who's a Buccaneers quarterback. I forget Tom, he's, he's not Tom a, Brady. He's not a famous person. Oh. oh Tom Brady, yeah, Tom Brady. <laughs> was like, did old, you want it? Did you just forget? <laughs> Daddy Brady uh teaching his son how to eat right. I you you pointed his son. <laughs> you pointed this article out to me. What is going on with Gronkowski's... Gronkowski. Waka, waka, waka. Guacamolski. Okay, so so this is... So Tom Brady, he's 44 years old and still one of the best quarterbacks in in the world. But, I mean, only the NFL really counts. Only one of, though. Only one of the world's. Yeah, only one of the world's greatest quarterbacks. (laughs) Yeah, only one of the the worlds that we know of. Uh best in our in our galaxy or our solar system. Our universe? No. Probably probably both. Probably all of them. All of the above. Probably. You never know. I mean, think about the sports that are up in space somewhere that where we can't even like fathom. (laughs) Alien planets, they probably have the most ridiculous sports. Like even even if there's just a single celled organism or multiple single celled organisms, they're they probably have a variation of football. Oh, sure. <laughs> They're throwing other single celled organisms. Yeah, cell ball. For points. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cell cell. Um <laughs> so anyway, uh so Tom Brady, one of the one of the ways he does, and I mean he looks like he's in amazing shape. He looks like he's 30 years old. He he runs like he's 50, but he's always run like he's 50. So um but but one of the ways he does this, he is famous for his diet. And he has an amazing diet that we all should be on. However, it's a million times easier for him because he's rich and just has people prepare these things for him. If I had someone that just said, 
eat this. I'd be like, cool. Thanks. I'm going to do that and don't eat anything else. Oh no, no. Okay. Well, I don't want to go anywhere else. So that works out. Um, but he, you know, he doesn't eat the, the biggest things are, uh, the biggest things are no, uh, processed sugar Mm -hmm. and very, very, very little, if no processed foods. And, um, so, uh, Rob Gronkowski, hall, uh, potential hall of fame tight end, uh, perennial pro bowl tight end formerly with uh basically follows tom brady everywhere uh <laughs> new england and uh now tampa bay yeah uh he he uh took a year off actually from football because he he takes some ridiculous it's one thing i really like about gronkowski he's kind of a dummy but one thing i really like about him is he really puts his heart into his his playing because he's not a diva in any way when he plays because uh, if you know anything about the tight end position, it's a it it's a tough position to play because you're you're not only a gigantic receiver out there on the field, but you're also uh, a de facto offensive lineman mm-hmm. as well. Because you're a big, I mean, you're not as like you're nobody's as big as offensive linemen, other than potentially some defensive linemen. But offensive linemen are just the biggest people in the world. But um, tight ends are are usually as tall, if not taller, than a lot of offensive linemen. They're strong as hell, but they're also a lot leaner and fast and have good hands because they're, like I said, receivers as well. But they have to, they have to be able to block defensive linemen and blitzing gigantic linebackers as well. Gronk is not afraid to do that. There's a lot of tight ends that, that prefer to just be pass-catching tight ends but he he is known for and is good as a blocker but people really just know him for how good he is as a as a pass catcher mm-hmm. um and he's he's great after the catch too because he's a big dude and he just bowls people over he's never afraid to do that he puts his heart into it um but he had to take a year off because he he was constantly getting so banged up from blocking defensive linemen from from uh you know uh catching balls and just getting destroyed by safeties um, linebackers just getting, you know, just catching and murdered. And, you know, that takes a toll, no matter how big you are, that takes a massive toll. He had to take a year off, uh, two years ago. And, um, and finally, uh, Tom Brady recruited him back, goes to Tampa Bay with him, wins a Super Bowl when his first year back with him. And he looked great doing it. And he said, one of the reasons why, or how he's been able to get healthy again and stay in shape is because, Tom Brady introduced him to the T- TB12 diet, basically, which, among many other things, is no processed sugar, no or little processed foods. And Gronk says he got in the best shape ever and has never felt better. And and it's just it's such it seems so easy yeah. to just say let's cut out these two things. But but if you unless you look at every single ingredient for everything that you put in yourself, you don't realize how much sugar is in everything. Yeah, this isn't this isn't the same thing at all that I'm going to go get into as far as the processed sugar. Yes, that that's a that's a thing. Um, but I am not a vegetarian or a vegan or a pescatarian. Any any of those variations of it. But one time, a couple of years back, I I said to myself, I want to try being a vegetarian for just a month, just one month. I want to do a vegetarian diet. And I'd, I'd read about it, and and a lot of vegetarians they kind of go deep into the carbohydrates 
uh, where they still gain weight because they're, they're eating a lot of carbs. So I also said, I'm, I will eat carbs, but I'm not going to focus my diet on that. And when you, when you change a habit, when you try to change a habit, you realize kind of how addicted you are to certain things, mm-hmm. especially in the first week or two where I, I went with a couple of friends to a restaurant that first week I was starting my diet and we went to this, this wing place. It was opened up five stars and the wings just, they smelled delicious. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Brandon, yeah, you want one of these things? And I'm like, I do. But, Is it the wings or your friend? <laughs> my friends. Uh, I don't know. I want. I yeah. It doesn't matter. I wanted them. I wanted the wings. I wanted everything at that point. I wanted the meat. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> you know what oh saying yeah, that? Robbie. Robbie. Hey, I don't, that's uh, that, that's what Robbie. Made drinks. <laughs> but it it was it you craved that meat the the entire time. So. Now, processed sugar, going back to it, I can't even imagine cutting that stuff out it, because it's a lot of work, it's money, it's dedication, and it's also a physiological uh, factor where your body is still realistically craving that, that stuff, right? So Gronkowski in this article says, saying, I love desserts, but it has to be naturally grown ingredients. I'll have sugar, but it has to have some organic cane or organic brown sugar, not synthetic sugar or high fructose corn syrup, just all natural products, all natural foods. That's, and that's, that's that, impossible almost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even at you Whole You have foods. to make it yourself. Yeah. yeah. Even, yeah, seriously, even at Whole Foods, it's, it's really like you have to make it yourself in order to, to really know what you're putting in your body or just eat raw. Um, and I, I actually tried something I, I've not tried. I, I have gone a couple weeks where I've gone several days of the week vegetarian. Um, but, uh, but, oh my God, sorry, man. I'm drinking, I'm drinking a lot of eggnog right now. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> processed sugar. So right now, yeah. Talking about uh, processed stuff. Uh, let's talk about eggnog <laughs> yeah it's like it's i don't know it's destroying me right it's making me super stuffed up um dairy thanks dairy uh but anyway uh so i, I felt pretty good doing that just having meat a couple days a week but i did this one thing um i knew it is the code red diet which is basically you don't get rid of meats but you you do not have you do not partake for full i think it's like a month i think we lasted three weeks no carbs and no sugar Mm. so you're basically eating meat and vegetables and that's it uh i'm trying to think can't even have beans because there's not a lot of carbs and beans uh any specific meat like you you could eat you could eat red meat you could eat eat pork and that that was kind of see that was that was kind of the the problem because it wasn't, I mean, the biggest thing for me was, well, t- there were two things that, that really destroyed me. No carbs, because I, I freaking just, I will put anything in a sandwich or in a tortilla or, you you'll, know. You'll I, even or, put more bread into a sandwich. I, I've made a bread grilled cheese with more bread in between <laughs> with a tortilla in it. Wrap that in pasta. 
uh, I love carbs, and that was that was hard. You can't even like bread things. You can't bread meat or anything like that. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, but then the the other thing. Well, one of the other big things was. Oh my god, I knows is. Well, let me let me just say it's probably talk. I'm going back to the meat. I'm going to going to go back to the meat. When I when I have a a steak, a wonderful ribeye steak, the I have trouble sleeping that that night. Uh, really? I wake up I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm kind of sweating. And I know that that people who have who suffer from gout have issues with with red meat and uh, red wine. Um, so a a a heavy protein diet with meat and stuff like that i i feel like that would affect me in in some way shape or form negatively well i mean you you can go with it whatever way you you want what i should have done when i did it was i should have just gone like lean chicken and fish for the meats and then just all vegetables that that probably would have been good but but i i tried to like kind of fill the void um with prime rib with like uh, every I'd wrap, night i'd wrap vegetables in bacon <laughs> because you could do that as long as it's you know not like maple bacon or anything like that you're like all oh, right i got my asparagus i got my crisco yeah just, that's right <laughs> just dip it into just, the crisco mm, yum so so the thing was i'm pretty sure i took off like five years of cardio health doing that but but without the carbs, specifically without the sugar, which is the sugar is the worst thing for you, especially how it is here in America. It is a drug. Sugar, sugar companies um, and the sugar industry, like they're they're the biggest. I feel like they are the biggest. I, I would put them alongside the opioid, like a farm big pharma companies, because they have they somehow have convinced the entire food industry to to get their product into everything and it it destroys minds it like it's it feeds cancer first off it it um it's been proven to accelerate dementia and alzheimer's uh it's it just destroys the chemistry of the brain it it is an addiction it is an it's an addictive product and and it's in everything. It's in everything that we eat, and it's so unhealthy. There really is very little benefits to processed sugar. And um, when I got rid of that, of course, there was there was a lot of addiction pain. I'd say for probably four or five days. Oh. It's like I was just. I'm not a huge dessert guy, but I was really. I started to crave desserts after like day two, for no reason. Um, that and of course carbs the whole time. But after like four days, I started like, I started feeling really good. Yeah. Like a lot of energy. And, and, uh, and it's and, like, and, I, and mentally too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I, everything was like mentally clearer in a way. Like I could think clear. I, I can, it, it's weird. Even my vision felt a little better, which huh. is odd. Yeah. Like I could see, like things were brighter. Um, in in like a normal like a dim room or something things just seem brighter like colors popped more and it was very did you, weird did you swap sugar for lsd i did <laughs> that's part of it that's part of the thing you have to do every day all right here's the diet i'm on you remove all processed sugar and the vegetables you eat are shrooms yeah there it is very healthy uh organic 
um, uh, on the news, you're like, oh, the the weather map's coming at me. <laughs> like, Those giant a- numbers in the sky, what's happening? <laughs> it's a green screen, Matt. You can't even see. <laughs> yes, I can. Um. Anyway, uh, so I felt really good. Um, I, I really want to go back to to doing something. Like, I, w- I want to at least get on, like, a pescatarian diet or something mm-hmm. like that and really limit sugar. Oh, the other thing I was going to say before my nose decided to destroy itself and oh, me. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And, 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 I, and I just assumed that uh, really I was just filling space. Thank uh, you. To- so you can clear your nose. Yeah, I was really about to sneeze, and then my nose started being terrible. Um, the second bad thing about that diet. Well, yeah, uh, or the hardest thing, I should say, was uh, every morning, as as I've said, I get up at, well, when I, the only time, the only time I have time to do a workout nowadays in my garage is if I get up an hour earlier for work. So I get up at 1.45 in the morning. Mm. Uh, and the first thing I do is I pound coffee. I that's your girlfriend. Yeah, her name is Coffee. <laughs> stupid, yeah, stupid that, joke. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. I went with it. That's good. Um, but one one of my one of my downfalls, I guess, addictions, and I can admit, is I love unhealthy creamers for my coffee oh mm-hmm. like i just love those fake delicious French vanilla that one's okay nut, like my absolute amaretto no nah, i don't like amaretto i'll drink it cream no thanks uh eggnog <laughs> yeah i will put eggnog in there but one of my my absolute favorite that is just my just one of my biggest weaknesses Peppermint. is okay that one's good. Um, salted caramel. Salted caramel coffee creamer. Oh, my God. Like, I'll just put a decent amount of that in a huge cup of coffee, and I just down the entire thing. And then I start to get kind of alive, and then I'll do a workout. And um, So you just, you can't, you can't do coffee black. If, if, if the diet calls for coffee black, no creamer, no sugar, you, you can't do that. If if I'm if I'm doing one of those fad diets, I can do it. If I'm if I'm not, <laughs> I mean, I still I guess I could, but I don't know. It's just like if I, I don't if, convince myself not to. If you're following so, um, a, a rigid diet plan that calls right. for it, and it also says you need to meal prep the week before and make yeah, though, yeah. just chicken breast. Yeah. broccoli, sweet potatoes, no yeah. butter, no salt. Then you then you can do it. But if it's yeah. you just trying to be healthy on your own, can't do it. Cutting back. No. You're not no. that that's not something you're going to give up. No. It's it's just too hard. It's too hard for me. And it's just one of the few joys that I have uh especially knowing that it's so hard. It's so hard to get up at 1:45 in the morning yeah. and convince myself to work out before work. But I just I have to remind myself, if I do not work out right then, I'm not going to work out anytime the rest of the day because I have a small child. I might have um, work to do for my job. Um, and then 
you know, I have, I have a house. I have several things to always be doing around the house. Uh, and then throw on top of that, I got up ridiculously early. Even if I don't work out and I get up, my non-workout get-up time is still 2.45. So... <laughs> So no matter what, that's unnatural, and I'm tired as oh, hell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. The, the, your, your rhythm, your circadian rhythm, or or whatever your sleep rhythm is, the is, rhythm of the night is all jacked up. There, there is. We could talk about it not on this episode, and maybe in greater detail somewhere else. But there are different, I won't say philosophies, but views of sleep patterns, different ways of sleeping. So I, I get maybe about four to five hours of sleep a night just because that's all I need. And then I wake up really? and then I'm, then I'm fine. Yeah. That's what I do. And I'm dying. <laughs> Why average four? How are you doing this? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't actually know. They say, you know, seven hours, eight hours, but I've, I've never really needed that. I stay up late and then I wake up every morning at six, five thirty or so. That's true. You do. And Cause I know you're up r- later than, well, obviously I try to go to bed early. I wake up early, and you, but you're still up when I'm on air and you, I'm in Idaho. Yeah. You're in California. So you're an hour behind me and I'll, I'll get it. Like a, we, we message each other pretty much every day and I'll, I'll hear something from you at like five ish your time. <laughs> And I'm like, why are you awake? Although, although to be fair, sometimes I send you all oh, just an oh hi, and then I go right back to sleep. And then you get yeah. <laughs> so, that, that does happen pretty often. To, to be to to be fair, uh, I tease. I you know, we talk about working out. I have for the for those listeners out here who haven't caught it before, very very vaguely. I've been in the air. I was in the Air Force for 20 years. I'm in the Space what? Force. And I've had to work out. I've had to work out over the years, uh, running, push-ups, sit-ups, that that type of thing. And uh, I, earlier in my career, we'd have to do mandatory stuff where we'd get together in formations and we'd do it as a group. The older I got, the more rank I got, the more kind of adult they treated you. And they said, you have to pass your test eventually, but it's on you to, to work out. It's on you to, to run and, and make sure you maintain your fitness. So I want to work out. I want to wake up early and I want to go lift some weights and I want to go run. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do it early in the morning. But then I go, I think, think to myself, I'm going to do it after work. And then after work, I'm like, now nah, I'm too tired. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. But what happens sometimes is, is randomly, in the middle of the day, it'll be a Saturday or Sunday. My brain will say, hey, "You should go for a run." And then, it, yeah, that does it, seem random when you do that. It'll it'll be hot as shit outside. Like if I don't do it now, I'm not gonna do it. I gotta, so I gotta do it. So, so I I kind of I respect people who can wake up early or or stick to a workout schedule like like that, even though it is super early for you you know that you are losing sleep from it, but you are still dedicating yourself to working out, pushing uh, health as a priority in, in your life. Whereas well, me, it's just an afterthought when it, when the fancy strikes me. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, my, my mentality has to be, uh, it's changed from, from what you were just saying. Cause mine used to be that way too. Like, Oh, I'll just do it later on, you know, in the day. But 
it's changed to if I do not do it now, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> there's there's no chance. Like there is no there's zero there's literally zero chance that it's going to happen if I don't do it uh, then. So so uh, I will get up. I'll do it because I know I have to. Because um, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to keep a couple years on my life. I've I mean the lack of sleep is uh, so many different factors have taken off a lot. I know. So I just think okay, get up, lose a little sleep, get that workout in. Especially because I went <laughs> I went and got my annual physical like a month or two ago or something like that, mm-hmm. and. Um, I've always had, and I didn't realize this. And if if you're listening right now and you're a, you know a lot about uh, uh, health or health. By I mean like technical health, like cholesterol levels and blah blah blah. Um, I've always had high bad cholesterol. Not always, but for a very long time now. But I've always also had incredibly high levels of good cholesterol. Which, you know, not being a health expert, I don't even know really how you do that. Um, uh, but my, I don't know anything about health. Yeah, same. (laughs) Uh, Obviously. Um, so, so my doctor, he, when he saw me, I I haven't seen him in a year or more or something, probably more actually, because of the pandemic, I haven't gone anywhere. Um, he saw me and he said, well, you obviously look like, you're lifting weights, right? And I said, correct. That is one thing. I, I don't do a lot of cardio. Uh, hence, you know, me going upstairs kills me like three stairs. Um, <laughs> but, oh, God, like, what did I do? Like Fatty McGee from the Adam Sandler <laughs> yeah, thing. <Adam's- laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, but I could still put up a, a good amount of weight. And he said, okay, well, after he got, uh, he saw the results because I took a labs the week before so we could look at them for the physical. And he said, well, see this number here? I don't remember the number, but it was a, a huge number. He said, this is your good cholesterol. This in a big part is happening because you're lifting weights all the time still. So keep doing this because this is basically, for lack of more technical blah, 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 technical jargon, this is canceling out your bad cholesterol and keeping you healthy. So keep keep on lifting because whatever it's doing it's releasing your good cholesterol genes i don't know he didn't say that <laughs> he, he did he, he did say that he said it better uh, do you <laughs> do you do you have do you have an apple watch i don't uh no do, uh, the reason i the reason i ask is i don't think you have any of the other things that i'm gonna ask about which is like an aura ring or what the hell or this Something there's fetish there, <laughs> no well but you're thinking of a nuva ring which is oh. for birth control yes uh or i there's this this thing called a whoop band there's also a couple like uh, other like kind of health bands right that like can tie to your iphone fitbits yeah yeah oh the fitbit but, yeah, there you go there you go i've lost i've i've had two fitbits and i've lost two <laughs> fitbits they're not <laughs> they're not lost if you say fuck this thing and throw it into the river I didn't, I didn't even do that. I mean, there's somewhere I lo- I know I lost one in the move from to this house from my last apartment. It's probably somewhere in this garage. <laughs> it's in um, there. It's in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and I lost the other one a while back. I, I'm the reason I, the reason I ask is I recently got a whoop band, which is, it's just, it's, it looks just like a band that goes around your wrist and it, it's on Bluetooth. It ties to your phone, Android or iPhone or whatever you have. 
and it monitors sleep, it monitors uh, fitness levels. Whenever you do an activity, then it you know checks your heart rate and it it uh, tells you how well you're doing. And it's the first time I've ever had anything like this. And there's a weird game esque feel to it where I I look at it in the morning on my phone and it says you are getting 78% optimized sleep but you need to sleep more and I say fuck you <laughs> sleep how much forever <laughs> much I want but then I'm still like ah, you know what I want to I want to play drums for a long time to see how my heart rate goes and how many calories I'm losing by by doing that just being able to like get this insight into fitness or my everyday health that I'm not tracking just by living a, a normal life. When is you that, play drums, is it like you've taken 8,000 steps? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I can, I can pull it up uh, an activity that I did. Would um, you say that this device is a big whoop? <laughs> uh, well, so this says you spent 42 minutes at 60 to 70% of your max heart rate. Working out at this heart rate zone builds basic endurance and burns fat. Uh, and, and so then there's like a little graph. It shows how, oh. uh, how hard I worked through that. The max calories that I burned, which is 357. Average wow, heart playing drums. Average heart rate, 113. Max heart rate, 143. Damn, you're getting into it. Yeah. That's playing drums? Yeah, that, that's, that's playing drums, yeah. Are you standing and marching? <laughs> no, no, but my I was talking to Chelsea about this. Again, my wife, for those who are, are wondering. I was wondering. Uh, I drumming is I'm I started drumming a lot more. I bought this new kit and I used to play rock band a lot. Oh, but yeah. ro- but rock band doesn't teach you about how to use your left foot for limb independence to use a hi-hat and I stuff hat, like sure. that. Yeah. And I am really working on trying to improve that aspect of my drumming, but my left leg gets really, really tired, really, really fast. And I think there's a, there's a part of it that that is what's kind of driving my heart rate up because my left leg is getting sore uh, and, and cramped up a little bit faster than the rest of my body. So everything else is the rest of my body starts to compensate for my left leg uh, and maybe brings my overall heart rate up. Hmm. That, that's just my assumption i'm it's, not a doctor I'm, I'm not a doctor no, though. <laughs> no. You're, you're good cholesterol is awful good cholesterol um when you when you lay it down on a pillow does that pillow become a whoop cushion <laughs> it, it does actually okay. yeah it's in the contract whenever whenever i lay on a on a pillow the it this band shocks me and it goes whoopee whoopee yeah, that's such a weird noise it makes. <laughs> yeah, hey, I didn't. I didn't program it. I didn't program it. If if you uh, get a cold, does it detect a whoop cough? <laughs> a whooping a whooping cough. A whooping cough. A whooping cough. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, when you when you watch movies about nuns that are comedies, <laughs> is it starring whoop? Goldberg. Whoop Goldberg. <laughs> That's a, uh, I mean, that was a, that joke was clearly projected. Yeah. Everybody knew what was coming. Yeah, that was the easiest one. That's why I didn't go there. And whoopee cushion wasn't. <laughs> well, I mean, if you th- if you hear the the word whoopee, do you go to cushion or Goldberg first? I go to cushion. 
Do yeah. you really? I do, yeah. If I hear Whoopi, I think of Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> if I hear Whoopi, I think of Whoopi. That's not the that's not even the cushion. <laughs> so that's <laughs> a noise. Yeah. Oh god. Well well, Matt, Matt, we we talked a lot about health for a long time. We're talking we about did. my my drums and playing music. I remember that. One thing that we have seen, if you are a Spotify subscriber, oh, yeah. then what you might have noticed is that they have started pushing out how they've been how they're tracking you. I saw this on Twitter. They said Hey, props to Spotify making tracking oh, yeah. you fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's but true. it is. But they, I mean, they these are these are, this yeah. is the kind of stuff I want to know. Yeah, they so they came out with their their year year in review musically for each Spotify user uh, with custom playlists showing their top songs, top podcasts, top artists, their music aura, amount of time listening, top genres. So I I thought it would be cool to kind of go over some of this stuff, compare our compare our lists, compare our lists, compare our lists. <laughs> okay, sounds good to me. Um, all right, yeah, I um, I enjoy this. I I like getting this every year. It's actually oddly something I look forward to now. I've had Spotify for many years. Um, my my top artists. I don't really think have changed much at all. Uh, I'm very curious to go back a year because I, I can imagine it probably at least four out of five are the same. I, I'm very surprised about one, but then I think, God, I did listen to them a lot for some reason this year. Um, my number one, you know what? I'll start from number. Okay. No, I'll start from number one. Number My number one top artist on Spotify that I listen to the most is me first and the gimme gimme. Ooh. Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, I was gonna guess that actually. Were you? Yeah, we should have made a game about this, but Damn. oh well. Oh well, it's, it's, it's too late. Too late. It's too late. What do you I think? Won. What do you give, give a guess to any of the other others in the top five? Uh, unless you've seen it. Uh, no, I, I I haven't. I was gonna say me me first, but uh, uh, yeah, Fallout Boy. <laughs> Just throw Fallout Boy in there. That's number three. Damn. Damn. Well done. I. You know what? Whatever. That's top five. That's number three. So close. Yeah. Any other guesses? Uh, video game music. <laughs> <laughs> well remembered, but seeing as that's not an official artist, no. I'll say that for the genres guessing. Uh, it, it could be. I don't even know. It doesn't say video game. No, it, that's not. There's no video game genre. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't know. Uh, Jamiroquai or uh, no. DJ Dinosaur or whatever it is. DJ and- Dinosaur. That's a guy. No, it's not. Uh, you're thinking of, are you thinking of Jurassic DJ Tra- Charlie Tuna? Oh, Jurassic, Jurassic five. Uh, I listened to Jurassic five a lot and DJ Charlie, Charlie Tuna, who was in them. Uh, no, unfortunately they are not in my top five uh, as well. Uh, number two goes to uh, one of our shared favorite bands. Steel, Steely Dan? No, not Steely Dan. <laughs> oh, uh, Mamas and the Papas? <laughs> nope. nope. Uh, no effects? There it is. Number two is no effects. Correct. Uh, num- number four for me is the one that I was like, <laughs> said, but I thought I was like, really? I guess I have listened to them a lot for some reason. But then I thought, why did I suddenly get back into them uh, this last year? Just out of nowhere. Number four, the Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess I did listen to them quite a bit this year. Because I... I, I uh, I heard um, Bad what's touch. the name of the song? 
Yeah, bad touch. I heard bad touch at some point over this year, and I just thought, God, that's such a good song. Like the music's great. They have some of the most underrated lyrics I've ever heard. And yes, it's it's pretty raunchy, but it's so clever. Like their writing is so good and so clever and unique. Uh, it's just it's just something you don't hear with most most artists because most artists not most but so many artists sing about so many of the same things and these guys are just like let's just break everything and yeah. and just write incredibly witty lyrics. Uh, Ballad of Chasey Lane is is a yeah. is a fi- favorite of mine and yeah. uh, I hope you die is a great uh, a great great die. way to open up that album. Yeah, I, I was reading a funny story. Um, on Twitter about some guy who's a big fan of them. And he, I don't remember the exact context, but he, uh, he wrote out, I hope you die when referring to the song and he got banned (laughs) because (laughs) somebody thought he was threatening. Um, I I hope he grins like Jack Nicholson and forces you to play a game called balls on chin. What a, what a great, great lyric. (laughs) Uh, uh one of my favorites is uh oh, what song is it i don't remember the song i don't think it was uh the singles but they say um or he says uh you know what never mind i can't even say it <laughs> never, mind. Never, mind. never mind now that i think about it i can't say it you shouldn't yeah you, but, should, uh, you shouldn't you shouldn't say it. What, what's your what's your number five number five was another one that i was like okay i can see them in there i didn't really expect it but but i always i go through I feel like every single year I, I go through a phase with this band and I get back into them again for a couple of weeks and I just kind of phase out again and I'll get, do it again in a couple of months. Uh, number five, the Beatles. Oh, the Beatles. Dude, get, I'm, I'm a big Beatles fan. I mean, most people are, I would assume. Get back. Yeah, I get will. Get back. Yeah. Get back to what you once belong. Or I, don't remember, I forget what the yeah. I think it's to where you once belong. Yeah, that's right. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a weird grammatical sentence. <laughs> it is yeah it's very odd um so really it doesn't matter what it even if you watch the documentary on uh on disney i can't wait to see that yeah on disney plus you know paul mccartney makes up random lyrics for it as as he's playing so it doesn't matter yeah uh the beatles yeah beatles 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 are good my uh my my top five artists can you guess can you guess Uh, any of the five i'm gonna go with steely dan since you mentioned that yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, try to guess one of the other four then. <laughs> um, uh, Pink Floyd. Boom. Yeah, that that's that's good enough. Yeah, Steely Dan is my number one. Oh, uh, nice. my my number one top artist. Uh, I love them 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 Steely Danners. Uh, Face to Face is my number two. Face to Face, old school punk band. Yep. Yep. Face to Face next to Bad Religion is my oh. favorite. Is my favorite punk band of all time huh, i don't really know face to face that well yeah yeah the face face is, is really awesome huh. uh number three is garbage shirley shirley manson garbage uh, really butch, butch vig who produced Nevermind. uh he's oh, he's been around yeah. a long time he's bald right no he's not he's not he's not the bald one no he's there is a bald one in there's a though. there's a bald one so the garbage interesting like they're all they're all producers basically and they all mm-hmm. came together uh, to make music and with topping it off with Shirley Manson. I love, I love garbage. She was my all time crush back in my, my teenage days. 
garbage. Um, of course, Shirley Manson, I, I, she has a great voice, but they, I feel like they have underrated, uh, music. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. their actual music is just really, really good. The, um, I believe it was the self, 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 uh, entitled album. Yeah. That's the pink. It's like pink. Yeah. 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 It's uh-huh. just great music. Stupid on girl. That. Only happy when it rains. I mean, the, the beats, the guitar. Um, just so good. I mean, that's, that's, if you take, even if you take Shirley Manson out of that, just the music is so good. And then she's, she's fantastic too. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's a great, great band right there. For sure. Funny, funny. Go ahead. I was sorry. I was just going to say funny, funny, quick story. Um, that's something probably you're, (laughs) you're, uh, experiencing now. Um, (laughs) uh obviously when when your uh your kid starts getting older and listening to music um you know you're you start you start experiencing new music that you don't know about that's in today's world uh today's music um like i'm sure i'm sure your your little guy uh he's listening to things maybe you're like what the what the crap is this yeah but it's a joy it's a joy for, for him to discover music even if i don't like it i'm just i it, i love that he is becoming his own person well way. good and that's i mean that's how it should be um my, but, but your baby is too young for that <laughs> yeah yeah my but but when i uh i remember and this always made me laugh um <laughs> i i had a, a running joke with uh or my dad i should say had a running joke with me um he would sometimes if he was driving me around as a as a a kid in the 90s like a teenager before i had a license or anything like that um every so often he'd let me control the radio put on what i want uh-huh. and um <laughs> and uh i'd put on something that's some rock or something and i'd be like dad you know who this is and he'd be like uh garbage and I'd be like, no. And he's like, <laughs> I'd be like, no, that's a different man. And he'd be like, garbage is a band. <laughs> anyway, that's your dad, funny. Your dad's great. Your dad's great. He's a funny. funny. <laughs> okay, Old so, John D. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, so you've got uh, garbage. Uh, yeah. Then Pink Pink Floyd, and then top it off with uh, Foster the People is is actually my number my number five. Foster people. Yeah, they they sing uh, Pumped Up Kicks. Oh, uh, a lot yeah. of, you know, a lot of people are not going to be like, yeah, Foster people. That, that's great. But their first two albums really like once when pumped up kicks first came out, I thought this song is stupid. And then I actually listened to the lyrics and realized it was about school shooting and the pumped up oh, kicks are about kids running from a, a school shooting. Right. And scary. then I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I'll respect this song a little bit more and listen to it more. And oh, well, let's see what the rest of the album was like. And that whole album is a uh, torches is that album is it's just such a great album. Um, so, but anyways, that those, those are my top artists, the number one through five. Do you have your top artist and, and how many li- minutes you listen to them? Top artist. Yeah. 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 In if that you, number. Oh yeah. Well, that was the number one, isn't it? Yeah. Well, there's, there's a separate page that says my top artist. Oh yeah, uh, my uh, yeah, Which, uh, me first in the gimme gimmies. <laughs> how, how many? How many minutes? And uh, most played song. You wait a minute. Do I not have that? 
Oh, mm-hmm. here it is. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was me first in the Gimme Gimme's. I was in the top 0.5% of their listeners this year. Uh-huh. Wait. Oh, wait. maybe maybe you don't have the same same no, thing I, I do. I just went to the next one. I spent a total of 1,039 minutes with them, it <laughs> says. And my favorite song. And yeah, this this um I I can see. I I remember I've listened to this song a million times because it's so good. Uh the original is amazing. They made it, I feel, controversial thing. They made it just as good. Jolene. Dolly Parton's Jolene. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a, a good original. Yeah. A good Me First cover. Yeah. me. For, uh, by the way, for anybody listening that doesn't know Me First and the Gimme Gimme's, they are a punk cover band. And they cover songs from every genre, just about. And they are so, so good. And uh, they they covered Dolly Parton's Jolene. And I listened to that a lot, apparently. <laughs> uh my, how about how about you my my favorite cover of theirs is fan of the opera actually. oh it's a great one yeah 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 uh my top artist obviously was steely dan minutes streamed 1636 Oof. minutes geez i thought i had a lot <laughs> damn and my most played song was reeling in the years it's not their best uh, song but on the drum talking about playing the drums they they song. they do a shuffle the there's there's learning how to play the shuffle is is was another goal of mine on on playing the drums so steely dan has a lot of a regular one (laughs) just just a regular one there's a there's a bernard purdy who's a famous session drummer the purdy shuffle is is one of my one of my goals as well that sounds purdy all right oh no oh no matt's dad or his fingers Oh God, that hurts so much. <laughs> oh no. Which oh. leads us into our next topic. Yeah. Uh music aura. This was something that oh, Spotify yeah. added this this year, which is was kind of weird, where they they showed basically just a picture with two colors, and then it says your top music moods are blank and blank. This one made no sense to me. Doesn't really. No, it doesn't. No. Okay, I'm glad that I wasn't the only one. <laughs> Do you want you want to start? Yeah, because my, mine's just ridiculous. My top music moods are spooky and angst. <laughs> spooky and angst. Yeah, on the Spotify stories that they're they're when they're showing you what your aura is, it was playing "Don't Fear the Reaper" by Blue Oyster Cult. I'm like, okay, if you're considering that spooky and angsty, then I'll accept. You know what though? I think it. if you go if you go back. You should you should go back to that and see if it plays the same thing. It, it, because okay. oh, it did. It did for me. It did for me. But if if it didn't for you, that's. I feel like it it played uh, maybe not on on that specific page. Maybe it just did the same one. But for me, a couple different things. It played different songs. I I think. Unless maybe I'm dreaming it, that up. Maybe it was only like you like this song. You are probably the only one who likes a song. We need to give spooky to somebody. Well, <laughs> Brandon, you know what? You got it. No, you know what though. <gasps> uh? Oh no. My top music moods are bold and spooky. <laughs> bold and spooky. <laughs> oh my god. So you got what you got what? Green? Mean? You got green and something else? Oh, green and like orangish? It's red? it's orange. It's like uh, orange and yellow. Yeah, mine's like a like a Oh, yours bo- is great. See, yours is nice. Green and blue. Yeah. Spooky. Mine looks like stupid Halloween. <laughs> stupid halloween <laughs> not not the cool halloween <laughs> but just like 
It's weird. I don't I don't understand that one. Yeah, I, I've seen I've seen a couple different ones like bold and confident. I saw that our friend Anna Davis was, oh, was yeah, bold yeah. and confident. Uh, See, that's fine. That sounds yeah. good. Spooky. And Why angst. spooky? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, you know what? Though I, I do. I, I do have like Megadeth on there. Maybe uh, like Iron Maiden. I do have a lot of Iron Maiden on there. Maybe huh. that's that's what they can. Oh, I also have. Uh, well, not real. I have a Castlevania. There's like that 10 minute Castlevania heavy metal. Oh, that's cover. a good one. I know that one. Sure. Yeah. By Vomitron. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know them. It, that, unfortunately, Vomitron did not make any of our top artists, though. No, but that is a badass song to run to. Like, oh, if good. you want if you want to work out, run to that song. Yeah. Everything you need. I will. Uh, how about your top genres? Top top. Genre. 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 Uh, I listened to 49 different genres this year. Um, which I listened to 92. Hot, hot diggity damn. Jeez, I'm all over the place. You are all over the place. I don't. I, are there 92? I guess I didn't there's know that. 92 well, genres. In, in my, uh, I mean, to put, uh, well, I don't know. I do listen to a lot of different kinds of music. I have playlists on on everything reggae but, uh i pop, like uh, pop reggae a little bit afro little. pop reggae yeah yeah the big hair punk um, punk rock pop reggae pop i i have tried to introduce <laughs> a lot of new music for a small child oh, like yeah. soft weird stuff that i wouldn't listen to otherwise um for instance like i'll, I'll just say this and we can still talk about our our top five songs um, but, uh, the top for my number one top song of the year is <laughs> over the rainbow <laughs> by Judy Garland. That's on our shared playlist. It is on our shared playlist <laughs> all the time because I play it almost every, I do play it every single day, actually. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, when, when her bath, my little one, when her bath is just about done, kind of a cue to say okay we're about to go to bed you're about to go to your crib i will put on that song and she it's so cute because her mood like she just pops up and she just goes ah oh, dad dad because that's the first thing i sing to her uh when i when i put her down and uh so when i put that on she she knows it's about bedtime so that's my uh, number one song uh, for this year that's fun it didn't make any of my genres though Jean. genres <laughs> Um, did you, did you have your, your top five genres? I do. Yeah. Okay. Them My, right here. Mine are classic rock. Number one, okay. punk. Number two, alternative rock. Number three, indie rock. Number four. And number five, video game music. Oh, you do? there really was a video game <laughs> yeah. music. Oh. Video game music. <laughs> listening, okay. listening to that Mega Man, uh, Mega Man two soundtrack on repeat. Oh my God. Or, or, the, or the Cuphead soundtrack too. That's a really good song. Oh, I don't have that one. There's, there's an artist. I don't think he's doing music anymore, but, um, if you're listening out there, what the hell is his name or his group name? It's, Jack. um, music <laughs> i think it's jack music uh-huh. yeah. no it's um jackal b t i think it's connie J- jackal jackal b t he <laughs> it's um it's called i don't think i'm gonna find it and i'm just 
wasting time. Potentially not. No, no. But if you do think about it, Matt, make sure you post it out there. At rounding the B and tag what does us. That stand for rounding. Oh, here it is. Retro. It's retro remix review. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I've I know I've sent some of his stuff to you before. He he does all video game music and he does it better than anybody else I've ever heard to do video game music. But he only has one album and a couple singles out on Spotify. But it's so good. He does the he does a uh, Mega Man two, the intro title, and then Airman, mm-hmm. and it's one of the best songs I've ever heard. He does does a uh, the Guile stage of Street Fighter two. Ah, just so good. Like so much of his music is is tremendously good i think he makes all does plays all his own instruments anyway i'm gonna get off of him uh (laughs) my my top five genres um our top three are the exact same but in a slightly different order Mm. my number one is punk i was about to say yeah my number two is classic rock number three alternative rock i do not understand number four or what, why it's there. What is what is number four? Swing. <laughs> swing. You, I don't think I listen to a lot of swing. Like uh listen to a lot of scroll nut zippers or No, I don't. Um I, I listen to Big Bad Voodoo Daddy a couple times. A lot though? No. Uh and, and I, I, I thought if anything, it would have been like I I really feel like it just it started maybe they got rid of ska and started calling it swing i listened to a good amount of ska oh like like real big fish and like safe real big ferris, fish. So. uh not as much safe ferris suburban um, legends suburban legends yeah a decent amount of suburban legends um and uh finger yeah is uh, like a weird yeah. punk ska yeah hybrid They're... which is which is why goldfinger's awesome yeah they are i i look at them more as punk than than ska um and there's another group that i listen to a lot um do you, do you think uh do you think op ivy are in the swing category <laughs> <laughs> i do not no i'd, I'd definitely put them more ska is not a category we're going everything we're that was swing. In <laughs> swing all those people in the 50s outfits what do we do um and you know, I and I still listen to Real Big Fish, who yeah. I've I've seen more times in concert than anybody. I can't think of this other swing group's name, but uh, well, uh, I mean, not swing ska. Uh, my, and my number five was, and I can see this. I'm surprised this isn't number four. Um, it's very very weirdly specific. Alternative hip hop. Oh, like uh, Jurassic Five. Yeah, and... I guess that would be alternative hip hop uh, atmosphere. Um, and then and then a lot of older older guys. Um, like uh, people who I can't think of right now. Like Zach Delarocha. <laughs> sure. From Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, exactly. I <laughs> think that'd be more like rage, rage rock. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Maybe, maybe alternative hip hop is kind of along those lines. Uh, uh, one, one band that I started listening to more of was uh, not Propeller Heads. Um, oh, Propeller Heads were great. Yeah, Propeller is great. No, uh, uh, damn it, I forget forget their name. They they do the I can ride my bike with no handlebars, no oh, handlebars. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, screw it. Oh my god. M- moving yeah. on. If you know what the band's name is, and I know what the band's name is because I listen to them all the time. Uh, 
I can't send it to that. us on Twitter at rounding the butthole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So we, we've, we've been, we've been at this for a while, Matt. There's so much music. It's so, it's so awesome. Let's go ahead and, and just, and just finish it up, uh, with, uh, um, uh, your, your top podcasts. <laughs> uh, I only, I only, I only, uh, Took a screenshot of one, my number one podcast. Oh, okay. What's your number one podcast? Rounding the bases. Rounding the bases. Hey. Yeah. All right. I, and this is weird. It says I listened to 15 episodes for a total of 830 minutes. Inaccurate. I feel like I've listened to almost every episode. Oh. And <laughs> I thought it was going to be, I haven't listened to a single one, I've but I've downloaded all of it. them. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently, um, apparently I, I have listened to 15 episodes. Okay, well, whatever. How about, how about you? My, my top podcast is from NPR. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Which is a, it's a, oh. a N- NPR game show. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, don't tell me. Uh, uh, you were, I was yeah. supposed to, never mind. <laughs> it's a. It, it's a show that we got into a couple of years back. We were just driving somewhere in Florida and listening to NPR. I was going through an NPR phase and wait, wait, don't tell me came on and Chelsea and I were like, Oh, this is, this is really fun. Now then the pandemic happened and then we started listening to the, the podcast. And so now we, we listen to wait, wait, don't tell me running the basis isn't on my top five. Uh, as a matter of fact, only one of my shows is in the top five. And I barely listened to that one, which is the, the worst interdimensional RSS, <laughs> the unofficial recommended oh, podcast. What a jerk. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I don't really listen to podcasts um, too much. Um, the well, one, one of the only ones I, I do listen to otherwise, um, sometimes uh, I don't listen to on Spotify, which is a uh, uh, tea cup of tea in a chat. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, bean. Good old bean. Bean Bean Baxter and Allie. Um, But that's on Patreon, so that didn't even come up on Spotify. Uh, Otherwise, I do. do They have the the sampler that you can get on Spotify. Yeah, but I pay for the thing on Patreon because I'm nice and I'm awesome. Right, Bean? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Right, Um, right, Bean. Right, Bean. (laughs) So, uh, So that didn't come up on Spotify, but that would be one or two. Uh, and, uh, otherwise I, I did have NPR like news um, breaks in there, but I don't really listen to any other podcasts though. I should sometimes, but I, I watch a lot of YouTube. Anyway, I know that's I, getting off subject. I know that if Robbie were here with us today, if he were still here with us today, that he would say probably, uh, a cup of tea in a chat would be his number one followed by rounding the bases. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, which is probably why he's not here because he's probably hanging out with with Bean and Allie doing amazing things over there, versus us, you and me, <laughs> doing this this podcast by ourselves. Doing amazing thing here. This is fun. This is fun. There was no game this this week. Yeah, we're out of time. Aside, sorry, sorry, so sad. Usually, I can make a game as Robbie and Matt are talking. I did not do that this this time around. No, I don't believe you didn't make a game for us while we were talking. But you would have won <laughs> because you have the answers in front of you. That's that, that well accurate. <laughs> that's what I love about you: accuracy. You. Yeah, that's what I I'm known for: accuracy and reporting. Yeah, KIVI. Thank you. That's right. All right, everybody. Well, I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, we are we are done here. Um, thank you for listening. Robbie will be back next episode. We assume. 
Um, so sorry if you missed him. And if you didn't, uh, sorry that he's going to be back. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if you're if you're looking for me, you can find me. Just you know what? If you're if you're trying to find me, just go to Twitter. Soup or size more. That's the best way. Say hi. Do something. Jump around. And That's if you're true. looking for more, let me know. And I'll say really okay. <laughs> and if you need to find me, I'm at Barnyard Cruise over on Twitter as well. You can you can tag me, ask me a question, uh, give critique, feedback, whatever whatever feedback you have. It, it's great. And for those who are listening. Thank you so much. I know, I know Matt and Robbie both appreciate it. Speaking of Robbie, yeah. you can get a hold of him at smart as Q 29 smart a S Q the numbers two and nine together on Twitter. You can find him there. Make sure you tag him and say, what the shit? Where were yeah. you? Pal, Pally, Pally and Pally boy and, and quote us Pally boy, Rob. Well, where was who? Wewazoo? <laughs> Rob Wewazoo. <laughs> oh my god. All right, everybody. Well, this has been fun. Brandon, thanks for uh, thanks for randomly messaging me and uh having us do this. This was good. Yeah, no, thank you for thank you for humoring us. And by us, I mean me and okay. just me. So really singular. Singular. Fair us. enough. All right, everybody. Have you uh, have a wonderful week and we will see you all soon. Bye. Bye.